The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Deacon Mark Campbell. Mark Amadeo. Ooh, yeah! And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome into One and All. Thank you so much for joining me today here on the Catholic Morning Show, Wednesday, November 22nd. we got a great show in store for you today. Hope you can hear it in my voice. Uh, Dr. David Anders is going to be on at 7.15 today. Really looking forward to him coming in for the dinner in December. That's just right around the corner, December 8th at the Embassy Suites. Uh, here for the Iowa Catholic Radio Dinner in December. I should preface that. Um, And uh, we're going to be just talking about it. I want to kind of get back into his history a little bit. I've done that before um, a a number of years ago and when I first had him on, and it was really fascinating kind of how he came to be what he is now. I mean, a a world-renowned Catholic apologist. Uh, I don't know if there's a question he can't answer, so I might even ask him that question. So we'll have a little fun today with Dr. David Anders' uh, keynote for the Iowa Catholic Radio dinner in December. Mandy DeVries is going to be on at 745 today. She's a catechist of the Good Shepherd Formation uh, leader. CGS is maybe it's uh, most of the time known. And uh, she's traveled all across the Midwest offering so many different courses for uh, CGS. And she's going to talk to us a little bit about it today. Good Shepherd Formation. What is it? And and how has it changed the lives of so many? What, what's What's been so impactful about it? Because they've got the numbers to show it. Uh, just the, the dent that this is, is making and continuing to make in the spiritual formation of so many. We'll have Mandy DeVries on at 745 today. We'll have Deacon Mark Campbell with your good news story of the day and community highlight. We'll have your weather. Mark Amadeo with your sports little prediction Wednesday today. Not Friday, but Wednesday as we uh, roll into the Thanksgiving holiday. Deacon Mark, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we offer you our prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day. For all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, for the salvation of souls, the reparation of sins, and the reunion of all Christians, and in particular for the intentions of our Holy Father this month, amen. Amen. All right, back to Deacon Mark with your good news story of the day. Thank you, John. And here's today's news that we can feel good about. An Iowa teen, Lauren Schroeder, showed up to a community food drive during COVID. And she didn't see a lot of food that she thought would actually nourish people. Just a lot of boxed uh, food and and canned goods, which, again, is not all bad. But when we're thinking about healthy uh, food choices... Uh, something a little more natural sometimes is, is uh, what the doctor prescribes. She decided to become the change she wanted to see. And after receiving a half acre of land from her parents, she grew 7,000 pounds of produce with a market value of around $15,000 and gave it all away to food banks and nonprofits in the Quad Cities area. Now, the seniors uh, at Calamus Wheatland High School, which is located here in the state of Iowa, had to, to do some, some digging to find it on the far eastern side of the state. But uh, she likes to tend cattle, play softball, and had never managed a garden for before. But, but according to her mother, Katie, she took studies of agronomy and gardening to heart. Her work drew national attention uh, in, from the uh, 
Future Farmers of America, which gave her a small grant for supplies and seeds. She received help from her younger siblings, but still put in in the hard yards of watering and weeding herself, uh, sometimes two to three hours a day. Her work in the FFA's trust soon bore fruit, and she began donating 15 types of veggies to organizations like the Carroll Assistance Center, Wheatland Nursing Home, Cafe on Vine, Riverbend Food Bank, Lost Nation Food Pantry, Family Resources, Lady of the Prairie, and Community Action of Eastern Iowa. It was really good seeing to know, really good feeling to know that anyone who wanted fresh vegetables would be able to get them, Lauren told the Washington Post. I knew that I wanted to keep going. So after receiving a second grant from the Future Farmers of America, she turned her half acre into a full acre and expanded the number of vegetables to 20 different species. Her goal is to donate 20,000 pounds of vegetables by the time she graduates next June. That's pretty cool. Stories about uh, teenagers doing uh, this type of uh, work just just fascinates me because I think about what a slack loser I was when I was a teenager. Ah! But, uh, but, but, but anyway, John, let, let's talk about vegetables. What, uh, yeah. w- what is, um, what is a, a, a thumbs up, thumbs down vegetable at the Leonetti house? Well, carrots for me, I, I am a carrot. Plain carrots. Oh, any kind of carrot. Okay. I like, how do you a, feel about candied carrots? Yeah. 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 I've had those Tre- before too. Tre- Tre- Teresa put together a good, uh, yes. Yes, thing. she does actually. Um, any, any carrot. I love putting you on the spot like that. Yeah, how, how no, you- she, she does. Um, she, she makes them all for me. She, she knows, uh, we have a lot of broccoli in the house. Tons. Yeah. I don't like steamed broccoli. I, I eat it, but I'm not a big fan of it, but broccoli at our house or uh, cauliflower is a, a rice replacement. A lot yeah. of times yep. Maria, Maria will, will steam it up, kind of, kind of, uh, break it up a little bit. And then we'll put, you know, the other night she would just a delicious stir fry yeah. and, uh, something like that. will go over, some go over spices some. and all that. Oh yeah. yeah. And then you don't even know it's cauliflower. Yeah. You know, you don't I, even feel bad about it. I don't think there's a vegetable I won't eat. I got to be in the mood for Brussels sprouts. I'm I, I'm kind of a little strange with those. Right. It's like if I'm in the mood, man, I'll take I'll take them down. If I'm not, I don't want them in the same room. That that's probably the weirdest vegetable for me. But uh, yeah. Now, do you garden at all? No. My wife does a little bit, but nothing. Yeah, big. just a no. little some tomato plants and peppers, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Uh, not me personally, but Maria. Maria is the uh, green thumb. She likes yeah. to get her hands dirty at our house, yeah, and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, this Lauren Schroeder, this this young lady here. You just, just eat it. I, yeah, I just ride the coattails of go. other people's hard work. Uh, speaking of hard work, let's go to uh, Mark Amadeo with a s- scoreboard update. In sports on your Wednesday morning, yesterday, men's college basketball, the consolation game at the Cayman Island Classic, and the Drake Bulldogs picking up a third-place win as the Bulldogs defeated Akron by the score of 79-59. to Drake now 4-1 on the season as the Bulldogs with a record of 2-1 in the Cayman Island Classic. Today in men's college basketball, Northern Iowa takes on number 14, North Carolina. They'll tip off at 11 a.m. in the battle for Atlantis being held in the Bahamas. The game will be televised on ESPN. The winner will move on to take on either Villanova or Texas Tech tomorrow. And the Iowa Hawkeyes will be traveling to San Diego for their holiday classic. Iowa will play undefeated Oklahoma on Thanksgiving Day beginning at 2 o'clock and will face the winner of Seton Hall or USC on Friday. And later in the show, we will have Prediction Friday on Wednesday. John Leonetti went one and three last week, and that'll be coming up here at the bottom of the hour. And with your Wednesday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. 
Thank you, Mark. What's the weather for today? Yeah, we're going to be uh, see sunny conditions and a high near 50 degrees overnight. Uh, clear, a low around 31. Tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day. You said you've got uh, some, some backyard football plans? Yeah. Yeah, well, you're going to have uh, mostly, mostly sunny conditions and a high of 42. Nice. You know, it, uh, around the Midwest here are going to be good travel conditions for anybody that's hitting the road. I know the, the East Coast and the Southeast are going to see some... Uh, some weather that might wreck travel plans, but right around the Midwest here, looking like a, a pretty pretty beautiful weekend, maybe a little chilly, but not to be uh, unexpected this time of year. Currently around the Iowa Catholic radio listing area, Des Moines mostly clear in 24, Marshalltown partly cloudy in 20 degrees, Creston clear in 24 degrees, and our Iowa Catholic radio network community of the day, pulled from our uh, good news story of the day, Lost Nation. Are you familiar with Lost Nation, Iowa? I'm not. I'm not. Well, we'll learn more about the Lost Nation a little bit later. Mostly sunny right now and 30 degrees on the eastern part of the state. Weather today brought to you by Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, a Catholic-owned and operated funeral home with locations in Urbandale, Adel, and Winterset. Learn more at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Deacon Mark. John Paul II said, Remember the past with gratitude. Live the present with enthusiasm. And look forward to the future with confidence. But you can't, you can't uh, skip over the first line there. Remember the past with gratitude. Now, I think a lot of us uh, have a lot of good memories. A lot of us sometimes don't like looking in the past, right? But in a lot of ways, our experience, our lived experience is what has made us who we are. And so here we are. We stand here in this very present moment. And uh, we hear the words of St. Gianna. St. Gianna Mola, where she says the secret of happiness, which is what we're all looking for, is to live moment by moment and to be thankful to God for what he is sending us every day in his goodness. The secret to happiness is to live moment by moment and to thank God for what he is sending us every day in his goodness. Uh, that's the secret to happiness from a saint. I'll take that. Yeah, day for of the sure. Week. The, uh, it, I reached out to you last night and I said it might be kind of, uh, and this was really just to hold myself a little bit accountable, but, uh, you know, gratitude less. I don't yeah. know if that's anything that's, uh, you, I practiced. did not build one. You yeah. did. Uh, well, I did a little bit, uh, it, but it was one of those things. Like once I got started, it, uh, it began to snowball. You do that often. Uh, not often enough. Now it's, it's been, it's a, again, a better practice that Maria has done with the, uh, with our kids as she homeschooled them. Yeah. Um, I used to be better about it back in the day. Uh, you know, an attitude of gratitude was a mantra that I, that I uh, would, would try to uh, promote on a regular basis. Uh, but it's so true when, when if, you know, especially when times are hard or you're feeling a little bit down about life. If a, if a person, uh, when I take a few minutes and start to put together a list of the things that I'm thankful for and keep that list handy. Cause what was the number one thing you wrote down? I, you know, I couldn't, I, I, I thought about that. I, I couldn't rank them. I, I mean, it's just been, I mean, I went back through the entire year of, of, uh, things that would, that have happened here with the station for our family. Uh, you know, obviously the number one thing I have to be grateful for is a, a loving and supportive wife and uh, healthy kids and, uh, kids who are thriving, you, you know, as they uh, embark on, on new stages of life at yeah. uh, 19 and 17, you know, our son graduating last year was, uh, or in the spring was, you know, as our oldest kind of a, a realization moment of you pushing, kind of pushing them out of the nest a little bit and, and making their way. But, uh, you know, as, as it relates to the station here, we've had just an incredible year. You know, of course, we've talked about expansion, but if you go back to the the Celebrate Country concert in in July, 
the golf outing back in the spring. It's just been an amazing, amazing year. So I'd say probably one of the things that I am worst at in life, I'm just not very good at, is suffering. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess in the moment, you know, but you get kind of nervous for it. You get scared, you know, all these sorts of emotions. You know, you think about, Lord, don't send suffering my way. I guess in the midst of it, you know, I I might handle it better than what I think I do. But as a father, it's actually one of the things that recently I've been trying to help teach my kids. And you know what they say, when you teach it, you're learning it, right? Mm -hmm. Better than before. But to really teach my kids how to suffer or to be thankful for suffering. And to a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old, it's very complicated <laughs> because they ask some very good questions, questions I wish I had answers for. But uh, this thing, by the way, they, they are the main contributors to the uh, father uh, PJ segment, aren't they? Yes. The, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, always. Well, my son, he's actually asked probably two or three questions yeah. uh, I, that, that, that have made it. Most of them. I'm like, eh, not this time. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not going to happen, buddy. Um, but I, I have I've been really kind of this season trying to learn myself, but teach them how to suffer and, and to be grateful for the suffering, because, you know, one of the things I think we say oftentimes um, and I, I don't I don't know if I like it. It's well, it could always be worse. Mm. Right. It's like we find our gratitude in the fact that other people have it worse than we do. Oh, I've seen it worse, you know, or we could always be worse or we could have this. And, and, you know, I, yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. It could always be worse. But is that really where we want our hearts grateful? Is that really what we want to be grateful for? Why not just be so weird? Because that's what we Catholics are. We're very strange. <laughs> Why not just be so weird and actually be grateful for the suffering? Many right? of the saints, that, that's yeah. exact, the exact attitude that they, uh, that, that they presented. Now, I'm not there yet, all right? <laughs> Let me be very clear on this. Um, but it's something to, something to really for us to think about this Thanksgiving. You know, you look in the past, what has suffering done? Well, it, it, to me, it's always been a teaching tool. I mean, it's always taught me my sufferings. It's always taught me something. And most of the time, the number one thing it teaches me is something in line with our spiritual life. You know, but uh, we we have we have so much good that's happened to us, and so much good that we live in. But to be thankful for those moments that God gives us, where we sit back and we, that didn't feel good, or that wasn't fun. You know, but but what are you trying to teach me, Lord? In, in the midst of suffering, it's it's very difficult to find the blessing. It's, yeah. it's uh, but we can find the blessing usually on the other side, right? Where we, where we can oh, yeah. see how we've grown and and you know how God was shaping us. Uh, I often have found that it's in being able to, to walk with others who maybe are suffering something similar, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not to, to, to go to them and say, you know, I've been there. I've, I've, I know how you feel. Um, but just to be an empathetic, uh, you know, companion through suffering and and just being present and listening uh, as they, um, you know, as they find their own way. And it can be just a really beautiful thing that, uh, again, if we, we suffering can make us bitter. Or it can make us grateful. And I think really it's only through the uh, understanding of the cross and, uh, you know, what that meant for our own uh, growth and in yeah, humanity uh, and how that became a, a source of hope for us that we can also find hope in our well, suffering. It, it all surrounds the cross and, and you know, our, our entire story that we live by, all of us, if we're, you're listening to this show as a Catholic, is is the culmination of it is the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, but the resurrection doesn't come first. The death and the suffering, the passion comes first. And and we don't make it out alive in this life as well. 
Um, but but to look at you know our our lives and to be grateful. This is this is what we have, and for the whole picture. I just really encourage you to name the great things, please. Um, I, I've got a laundry list of those as well. Uh, but also name those those sufferings. Think of those moments. Really kind of maybe do a little spiritual inventory. Have they made you who the who you are today? I'm going to give you like this. This took a twist that I wasn't expecting. I, oh. I, I'm actually going to go back now. There we through, go. And, and look at the sufferings that I've had this year yeah. and uh, and try to count. And I will count those. I haven't done it yet, but uh, it's a, it's yeah. a good practice, I think. Good practice. All right. Thank you, Deacon Mark. When we come back, Dr. David Anders is going to be with us. He is Catholic catechist and apologist. You hear him on uh, called to communion regularly here on Iowa Catholic Radio. He's going to be talking about his guest appearance at the dinner in December coming up just around the corner in Des Moines, Iowa. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Does your financial portfolio benefit from abortion, contraception, human cloning, or embryonic stem cell research? Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors offers investment products that are Catholic screened and designed for faith-based investors. Contact an advisor at 844-493-4010 or visit kfcassetadvisors.org to learn more about how you can seek to align your faith and finances. Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors is an SCC registered investment advisor. Investment products are not guaranteed and may lose value. Thank you, advisor Gregory Waddle, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the Worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarans strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, join S-E-R-R-A.org. Thank you, Sarans, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for programming provided by The Tea Room in downtown Des Moines, hosting Breakfast with Santa, a holiday tradition, Sunday, December 3rd from 9 to 11 a.m. Breakfast, a goodie bag, and photos with Santa. Tickets are limited. Learn more at thetearoomdsm.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Westgate Dental, offering cosmetic, family, implant, and general dentistry. Located at 1073rd Street, Suite 1 in West Des Moines, just behind Dowling Catholic High School. Learn more at westgatedentalia.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. CTOiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for programming comes from Vitae Family Care, welcoming new patients to their expanded clinic. Doctors Gregory McKernan and Ben Schwab provide personalized health care for the whole family, respecting the dignity of the whole person through every stage of life. Learn more at vitaefamilycare.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Next Generation Realty, a Catholic and family-owned flat-fee brokerage serving central Iowa since 1994. Next Generation Realty can handle every step of the process of buying or selling a home. Learn more at nextgenerationrealty.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Gratitude is the first sign of a thinking, rational creature, Solanus Casey says. I love that line. Gratitude is the first sign of a thinking, rational creature. It's almost kind of like he's saying, duh. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, what, 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 what? What's your other move, you know, or, or your other first move, right? And this is, this is really kind of at the heart of, of our faith and what it teaches, right? Life is a gift, period, which is why the Catholic Church is so obsessed with life issues, 
from the moment of conception to natural death, because we don't see it as something that we get to dictate or we get to control, if you will, when that life is conceived, that the life has been given to us as a gift. And so we got to protect it. And, and this is kind of at the understanding of our lives as well, right? What, what is my life? My life is a pure gift of a God who loves me as a, as a beloved son or daughter of the father. And if you weren't a beloved son or daughter of the father, if you specifically were not created for that very purpose, to be loved by God for all eternity in heaven, which is all he desires to give, all that he has, that, that right there is the gift. All right. And, and what that does is that should kind of put a little, little switch in our brains to be able to say, hmm, I probably need to be thanking him a little bit more than what I normally do. But it's the first sign of a thinking, rational creature. By the way, thinking, rational creatures, that's us as humans. OK, that's us. The, uh, you, know, you know, every other living thing in the world, a plant, a dog. They don't, they don't have the intellect. They have the will. They don't have the intellect that we have to be able to make those decisions, to think, to be rational, all of that. So it, it, it's like a duh for us. We should be grateful for our lives today. Well, this is a little longer uh, quote from St. Jose Maria Escriva, a, a brilliant mind. Get used to lifting your heart to God in acts of thanksgiving many times a day because he gives you this and that. Because you have been despised, because you haven't what you need or because you have because he made his mother so beautiful, his mother, who is also your mother, because he created the sun and the moon and this animal and that plant because he made that man eloquent and he left you tongue tied. Thank him for everything because everything is good. It's just a, um, you know, in the simplest terms, many words, but in the simplest terms to say that all things that God created, uh, has created is good. Yeah. And, uh, even when uh, things don't go our way, like right uh, now, we're trying to get Dr. David Anders on the phone <laughs> and your computer is missing. And that's in my computer is missing. Uh, I left it at my gym last night, my, uh, my whole backpack and everything. So, yeah, so John's operating from a phone this morning, I which got is, is just a, a, another celebration of his pure professional. You genius. would never know. <laughs> you would never know folks. Which is why I wanted to point it out. It's, uh, yeah. it, it, it's, uh, it, it's impressive to see you operate under the, uh, under the, the gun conditions <laughs> where we are. Uh, St. Therese of Lisieux says, Jesus does not demand great action from us, but simply mm. surrender and gratitude. That's all it is. Simple and grateful hearts. Uh, let's see another short one that I like here. I, I, again, back to Solanus Casey. Thank God ahead of time. Yeah. I've always liked that one. Yep. That's been a good one. And uh, we have another one up here that I really liked. Um, oh, yeah. St. Augustine. Oh, my God. Let me remember with gratitude and confess to thee thy mercies towards me. We thank God for our mercies, for his mercy in our life. Always. So among the things we could be grateful for, John, I know you and we had a great trip, you and I, out to Philadelphia back in, uh, was that June, I believe it was? The uh, Catholic Men's Meter, uh, Leadership Alliance. And... Uh, you know, a great weekend out there with, with other Catholic men looking at the different ways that we can, um, you know, help stem the tide of, of uh, what I sometimes refer to as spiritual orphans and widows. You know, men who have uh, abandoned either their faith altogether or their abandoned their responsibilities to lead the family. Um, but also ways to encourage those that are, are trying to, to do their very best to, to lead 
um, people to uh, the knowledge of God, the, the love of God and, and the service of God. Uh, that, that was uh, among the things on my list that I had that, uh, that I was grateful for this, this last year, as well as a couple other trips I got to make uh, a trip out to New Haven, Connecticut, and a trip to Florida with my wife. And um, I forgot all my trips. Yeah, it's well, I mean, I can remind We've you all run I was, together. I, I can I can remind you because uh, you were in Rome and you yeah. were in Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you've been to, uh, few you've, you've been to some places. Been to a few different places. Uh, traveling less, though, and I know that's one of the things that you're uh, you're grateful for. Uh, big time. Yeah, traveling a lot less. So uh, I'm still doing, you know, uh, speaking engagements, but uh, just trying to take them, uh, you know, want to be with the family a little bit more. Yeah. Which is good. And Anthony needs a little bit extra help. But, yeah, I, I, spiritual inventory for the year, friends, I think would be a really good practice. Uh, you know, kind of coming off of what Deacon Mark and I are, 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 are talking about here. I, I hope you dig deep a little bit. I hope you can make a little bit of a spiritual kind of uh, a tide, of course, the spiritual life and really be thinking uh, and offering as a prayer to God those Thanksgivings. But don't be. Don't be shy. Thank God as much as you possibly can all throughout the day and every day. We love and have a God who um, who's just incredible giving, incredibly giving for us. Amen. Well, we had confirmation from Dr. David Anders, but I'm guessing yeah. maybe victim of the time, uh, time right. zone difference. We'll talk about it for a second because uh, as we transition here, Friday, December 8th, yes, that is our dinner in December with Dr. David Anders. He will show up, by the way, I promise for that one. <laughs> Mass at St. Ambrose Cathedral. Flight has been booked. Yeah. Uh, hotel yeah. room has been reserved. We're good there. Cocktail hour at Embassy Suites at 6 o'clock, presentation, dinner, and uh, Dr. David Anders is going to come on at 7. We'll get you out of there at a good time. Uh, tickets, $75 each, $500 for a table of eight and we have uh, hundreds that are already going to be there to join us uh, very quickly uh it, it is uh, really going to be a lot of fun it's kind of the culmination of looking back of all the things that iowa catholic radio has done and been uh, involved with over the year by the grace of god if you can join us you can go to iowacatholicradio.com click on events go down and you can just buy your tickets there online mm-hmm. it's very very simple otherwise if you'd like a table you can do that there as well online at iowacatholicradio.com you can call us at 515-223-1150 you can reserve it during uh, normal business hours for us as well we'd love to have you there we still have some room left uh, for you and your family or your loved ones, December 8th, put it on the calendar. I had somebody ask uh, yesterday about the, uh, about the cost and the event itself. And, yeah. I, I th- and, you know, as a nonprofit, I think it's very important to be transparent and help people uh, understand, you know, we, uh, we pay for the rent for the venue. We have some audiovisual costs. We pay for the food. Uh, of course, Dr. Anders uh, obviously would have a fee and some expenses. You know, we really try to keep this as low cost of, of an event as possible um, you know, f- to try to have as many people come in and enjoy this, uh, this event and, and to really kind of celebrate with us. Uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a great time of, of the Iowa Catholic radio family coming together. And as John mentioned, celebrating all the success and what's going to be really, uh, special this year is, you know, if, uh, if you listen to father John Ricardo, you know, one of the things that you'll hear him say a lot is, is that, uh, you know, understanding who we are, where we're going and how we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, that's almost going to be an underwritten theme for this event. Uh, this dinner in December, we're going to understand why, why we're here as Iowa Catholic radio. We're going to be sharing with you, uh, where we're going uh, in the uh, future plans of, of the station and in fulfilling our uh, what we know to be a call of, of being Iowa Catholic Radio and then how we're going to get there. And so it's going to just be a, a wonderful night of, I think, just again, celebrating how God has blessed us 
and uh, you know, imploring his his blessing upon our future endeavors. December so join 8th. Join us if you can. Hope you're able to make it, everyone. IowaCatholicRadio.com. Let's go right now to your daily gospel and reflection. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While people were listening to Jesus speak, he proceeded to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem, and they thought that the kingdom of God would appear there immediately. So he said, A nobleman went off to a distant country to obtain the kingship for himself and then to return. He called ten of his servants and gave them ten gold coins, and told them, Engage in trade with these until I return. His fellow citizens, however, despised him and sent a delegation after him to announce, We do not want this man to be our king. But when he returned after obtaining the kingship, he had the servants called to whom he had given the money to learn what they had gained by trading. The first came forward and said, Sir, your gold coin has earned ten additional ones. He replied, Well done, good servant. You have been faithful in this small matter. Take charge of ten cities. Then the second came and reported, Your gold coin, sir, has earned five more. And to this servant, too, he said, You, take charge of five cities. Then the other servant came and said, Sir, here is your gold coin. I kept it stored away in a handkerchief, for I was afraid of you, because you are a demanding man. You take up what you did not lay down, and you harvest what you did not plant. He said to him, With your own words I shall condemn you, you wicked servant. You knew I was a demanding man, taking up what I did not lay down, and harvesting what I did not plant. Why did you not put my money in a bank? Then on my return I would have collected it with interest. And to those standing by he said, Take the gold coin from him and give it to the servant who has ten. But they said to him, Sir, he has ten gold coins. He replied, I tell you, to everyone who has, more will be given. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Now as for those enemies of mine who did not want me as their king, bring them here and slay them before me. After he had said this, he proceeded on his journey up to Jerusalem. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Christ the King Parish in Des Moines. The currency of the kingdom of heaven, that is, these proverbial gold coins. The paradox is, is that we increase our currency in the very measure that we give it away. That is, in our generosity, in forgiveness and mercy, by the gifts of the Holy Spirit, our time given to God in prayer. In the very measure that we give of ourselves, that we give ourselves away, we increase in merit. We increase in grace. And to the measure that we we keep it to ourselves, we turn in on ourselves, that we are not generous with God and with others, it is precisely in that measure that our grace, our currency of the kingdom of heaven, does not increase. In fact, may even decrease and be taken away. May God bless you and let us continue praying for each other this day. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from independent realtor Chris Foster. Chris has served clients with everything real estate throughout Iowa since 2019. 641-891-8178 or online at the number 4 saleia.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Divine Treasures, a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community since 1992. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you, Divine Treasures, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to our business partner, Matt Moffat, offering Fiber New Restoration Services. Eco-friendly and mobile, Matt can come to your home or business to repair, restore, and renew damaged leather, plastic, vinyl, fabric, and upholstery. Learn more at fibernew.com slash altuna-des Moines.
Support for programming provided by Dr. David Ball at Des Moines Eye Surgeons, your total eye care specialist, specializing in cataracts and glaucoma care. Des Moines Eye Surgeons, 515-225-3546 or dmisurgeons.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. All right, Mandy DeVries is coming up just around the corner. She's going to be in studio with us, and uh, Mandy is a rock star. Uh, CGS is what she does and uh, and has done for a long time. Um, and I, I, she's just going to explain this whole thing because um, it, it has just really been, I know, impactful here in Des Moines as well as uh, outside of Des Moines. She's traveled throughout the Midwest, so we'll have uh, Mandy DeVries on. Uh, coming up here shortly, plus prediction Wednesday today instead of Friday. No show tomorrow. I predict. Uh, well, excuse I, me. There will be a show. It will be. Uh, it will be live. Um, what do you call them? best ofs Thursday and Friday. That's for, the plan uh, right now. Yeah. Brady's still working on it. Okay. So hopefully, uh, he'll get those done. I, I predict Mandy will show up. Yes, uh, that, I think she'll be here. I think she will be here. All right, Deacon Mark Campbell. Let's offer our day to our Lord and pray for those that have gone before us. Yeah, and again, I just want to express our gratitude for uh, allowing us to join you in prayer this month. Uh, over by the time we reach November 30th, we'll have prayed for uh, well over 130 people, and that's just nice. uh, a great, great gift to be able to uh, join with you in prayer. So today we pray for James McGonigal, uh, Lorenzo Berengel Jr., Grace, Grace Frankie, Agnes Polking, Vicky Farron, Father Rick Daggett, and Robert Recker. Mm. Into your hands, O oh Lord, we humbly entrust our brothers and sisters. In this life, you embrace them with your tender love. Deliver them now from every evil and bid them eternal rest. The old order has passed away. Welcome them into paradise where there will be no sorrow, no weeping or pain, but fullness of peace and joy with your son and the Holy Spirit forever and ever. And for those who mourn, may the love of God and the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ bless and console us and gently and gently wipe every tear from our eyes in the name of the Father and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Back to Deacon Mark Campbell with your community spotlight and then prediction Friday. Uh, real quick, John, we, you know, I brought in the Mystic Monk Pumpkin Spice Coffee, which we hear uh, delicious from, promoted relentlessly on the Sunrise Morning Show. I was uh, I was over at uh, Divine Treasures yesterday, and and they had it sitting there on the counter, and I don't know if it was their last bag or not, but I scooped it up and brought it in this morning. It is pretty pretty you, tasty. You what? What? You scooped it up? Scooped it up. That wasn't that wasn't a even bit a, of a pun. That wasn't even intended no? pun. I a mean, little bit of a pun. You know, the the dad jokes live within me so strong that I don't even know sometimes. Yeah, I mean, may, maybe a little stretch, but I I went there. <laughs> well, today's Iowa Catholic Radio Network community of the day, Lost Nation, uh, is a city over in Clinton County, Iowa, along the uh, Mississippi River. Uh, a, a small population of uh, just uh, over 400 people. It is the home of Sacred Heart Church, which was founded in 1895. The current church building there was built in the 1960s. Sacred Heart is a part of Our Lady of the Holy Rosary Parish, and along with Saint uh, that is along with Saint James in Toronto. The the parish is a part of Saint Patrick's cluster of parishes in the Diocese of Davenport. I think there's. Uh, six different church buildings. Uh, just a uh, quite the undertaking for Father Robert Close, the uh, pastor over there. So God bless him and his work ministering to the Catholic community over there. But much has been said and written about the origin of the town's name, Lost Nation. 
at the website for Lost Nation is a portion of a reprinted newspaper article from April 1927. And a tribe pitched their camp where the town now sits, and many tribes coveted their hunting ground, and several tried to take it by force. However, the chief, a crafty leader, when in danger of attacks, would retire his band to the inaccessible cliffs around Bear Creek, where he and his warriors kept in hiding until the invaders could be safely surrounded and surely defeated. This strategy succeeded a number of times. They were left in peace, and the tribe became known as the Boss Nation. When the first settlers arrived, a friendly Indian told the story of the tribe, which had migrated west by that time, and the name Boss Nation, in the retelling of the story, and because of the disappearance of the tribe, became Lost Nation, and that name still lives there today. Okay, very uh, good. Uh, I thought, given the uh, Thanksgiving holiday, yeah. and, uh, that uh, a little American Indian, uh, which is history, which is uh, something prevalent in our uh, the history of the state of Iowa, was was uh, was necessary. And I just found the, the name of the town, Lost Nation, uh, fascinating. Very cool. Very cool. All right, let's go to Mark Amadale. Prediction, uh, prediction, prediction Wednesday. Prediction Wednesday today. Good morning, sir. Well, good morning, everybody. How are you doing? Well, you you predicted I was going to go one and three last week, and I did. I, I'm I grateful for John's you. humility. I got to hand it to you here. <laughs> hey uh, guys, I was just out this morning. There's some guy selling a backpack with a computer for about uh, 200 bucks over here in the corner. Yeah. Uh, I told him I'd give him 50, and then I saw the Iowa State emblem on it, and I said, "How about there you 10 go. bucks?" There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Does that resonate with any one of you? Nice joke. Uh, nice joke here. <laughs> it was not me. It was uh, I was not the one out there hopping. Well, I'm the going four zero this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm going in. Yeah, and I'm going to have a lot of turkey. All right, here we go. I'm not a turkey fan. I'm you ready? A lot of turkey. You want to do your thing first? Or you want to go right into it? I'll get to this. All right, all right. Give you a little bit of grief about your back. Oh no, that's fine. I I. I uh, I, got to, I hope I hope I can find it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you can. Yeah. All right. Well, in sports on your Wednesday morning, yesterday, men's college basketball consolation game at the Cayman Island Classic. The Drake Bulldogs taking third place as they went two and one in the tournament. Drake defeated Akron in the third place game, 79-59. Drake now four and one on the season. And today in men's college basketball in the battle for Atlantis, Northern Iowa taking on number 14, North Carolina. They'll tip off 11 o'clock this morning from the Bahamas. Uh, again, will be televised live on ESPN. And uh, the other side of the bracket will be either Villanova or Texas Tech for Northern Iowa on Thursday. And on Thanksgiving Day, the Iowa Hawkeye men will be on the road at the San Diego basketball tournament. Uh, they'll take on Oklahoma at 2 o'clock on Thanksgiving Day. And then the other side of the bracket has Seton Hall or USC for the Iowa Hawkeyes. And that brings us now to Prediction Friday on Wednesday. Yes. John went one and three last week. Uh, a stellar record from your uh, sick bed last week, John. Thank you. Place. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Deacon Mark, John, text me his predictions right before the Iowa Hawkeye kickoff. Uh-huh. I credit him for that. Yeah. And How did wrong. he do in that Hawkeye game? Did, did he did I lost. miss that one? Yeah. The only game he got right was Notre Dame. That yeah. was a layup anyway. I'm not going to get this wrong, though, this, this week. Right. I yeah. promise. <laughs> All right. Well, Prediction Friday actually starts on Friday. The Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh, by the way, John, they're ranked 16th. Yeah. They are the Big Ten West champs yeah. with a record of 9-2. and two. They're traveling to Lincoln, Nebraska, taking on the Cornhuskers. 11 o'clock kickoff, Black Friday, televised on CBS. And uh, Nebraska, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. 
The over-under is 26.5 points. And by the way, Nebraska's record 5-6. and six. They could be bowl eligible with a win. Just want to throw all those uh, little yeah. equations at you for your selection. Well, when we're talking about champions of the Big Ten West, I mean, you know, you, you could you – could, Maybe make the claim that's like champions of Iowa high school football. Uh, Maybe, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, I I don't really put a lot of stock into the Big Ten West. um, But I will say this game, I'm going to be there for this game. Uh, I don't know if you know, every other year I go with Dr. Bud Marr because he says I cheer against the Hawks louder than his Nebraska fans (laughs) cheer for Nebraska. So I go with him. I will be in all Iowa State gear just to confuse everyone even more. Um, but I am going to predict this year, this is a, a way bigger game for Nebraska than it is Iowa, obviously. Uh, I do think Iowa wants to win, but you're talking about a bowl game here. Everything's on the line. These guys are going to come hungry. I'm going to say this is going to be an unbelievable 12 to 10 game. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I mean the most boring game possible, which is what Iowa plays. And now they just win. So is it going to surprise me if they kick a last-second field goal, 13-12? No. Nothing surprises me with one of the country's greatest coaches in Kirk Ferentz. But I just don't think they get out of there with the win this this, this week. I think 12-10 Nebraska. Uh, Deacon Mark, is there incense around? He may need a, a little bit of incense. <laughs> yeah, he, he's... Uh, yeah, I've got the uh, exorcism book. I mean, I, yeah. I can only perform a minor Thank exorcism, you. but they are—they are—they are, they are, they are uh, uh, favored. Nebraska is minus two and a half from what I saw. So there you go. That is true. We'll that see what true. happens. All right, moving very quickly to the next <laughs> game, which will be Saturday night, and that will be uh, Notre Dame, who got your only win last week. Nineteenth yeah. ranked Notre Dame Saturday night traveling to Stanford, Colorado, taking on Stanford, the record of three and eight. Kickoff six o'clock. Pac-12 Network carries the game, and Notre Dame is favored by twenty-six points. Yeah, I, they're just Stanford's just not good this year at all. Uh, I, I do think they uh, covered though forty-two twenty-two. I think Notre Dame wins this. I, I don't even think it's that close, but uh, yeah, Notre Dame with the victory Saturday night. That's correct. All right, Notre Dame's record eight and three going into the game. Yeah. Also on Saturday night, your Iowa State Cyclones. Yep. Yeah, you picked them last week to beat Texas. That didn't work out very well. No. Anyway, Iowa State on the road at number 21 and Big 12 champion, yep. Kansas State. 7 wow. o'clock kickoff down in Manhattan, Kansas, and Kansas State is a 9.5-point favorite. Iowa State comes in with a record of 6-5. and five. 36-31, Kansas State wins. Unfortunately, we got our bowl. I'm excited for it. I don't think we come out of there. It's just a tough environment to play. Um, yeah, Kansas State. Unfortunately, you can hear okay, it in my voice. Yeah, you're, you're going to the 500. It's like I'm listening to John Walters yeah. over here. Yeah. As the, you know, the emotions uh, just exuding deflating, through his voice. Deflating. Deflating. All right. The final game, thankfully, on the Prediction Friday here on Wednesday. I think I have my dates mixed up. Anyway, uh, yeah. NFL Monday Night Football. Prime mm. time for your Vikings. The Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Vikings won the first meeting, 1913. Yep. Uh, in Chicago back in week six. Well, this is week 12, so 7-15 kickoff Monday night from Minneapolis, and your Vikings are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yes, we are. Uh, I do think we cover that. 28-24 Vikings. I think it's going to be a close one, though. I don't underestimate the Bears, but uh, I, I'm going to go 28-24. Got to get it. He's playing very well with the backup yep. quarterback. Got to get it. Uh, 
Rocket Man. Joshua Dobbs. <laughs> Doing very well. Yep. So, well, gentlemen, have a happy Thanksgiving and to our listeners as well. And, and I guess one message I'd like to present out there is this is going to be the first Thanksgiving for many families, John and Deacon Mark, without loved ones at yeah. the table who are missing this year. So keep them and their families in our prayers. You're exactly Amen. right, Mark Amadeo. Very good point. God bless you, brother. I'm thankful for you. Thank you, guys. All right, that's Mark Amadeo. The longevity of this man's career and what he's given to Iowa Catholic Radio. We should be thankful for this sports uh, Hall of Famer, and he is right. a Hall of Famer and what he's given to this station as well. All right, Deacon Mark with the weather. Yeah, just real quick. Uh, today, sunny and a high of 50. Overnight, clear low around 31. Tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day, mostly sunny and 42 degrees. Currently around the Iowa Catholic radio listening area, Ames, mostly sunny and 24. Perry, sunny and 23. Oskaloosa, partly cloudy and 27. And our Iowa Catholic radio network community of the day, Lost Nation, Iowa, mostly sunny and 30 degrees. Your weather forecast today brought to you by Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, a Catholic-owned and operated funeral home home with locations in Urbandale, Adel, and Winterset. Learn more at caldwellparish.com. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today's saint is an example of a faithful and loving wife who brought her husband closer to Christ. Mm. St. Cecilia today, according to legend, was a young woman born to a noble family in Rome in the late 2nd or early 3rd century. She was engaged to a Roman name a Roman named Valerian. Cecilia's dedication to her faith and witness of love converted Valerian to the Catholic Church, and he was eventually martyred along with his brother. Cecilia herself was martyred by being struck by a sword three times on her neck. She reportedly lived several days after the fatal blows were struck and begged the Pope to turn her house into a church. For unclear reasons, she is the patron saint of musicians. Since the time of the Renaissance, she has been portrayed carrying a violin or a small organ. There's numerous little tales of, of music, sweet music, being played during her martyrdom. We ask today St. Cecilia to pray for us. Amen. Mandy DeVries talking about Good Shepherd when we come back. John Lenetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Wednesday, November 22nd. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. A memorial mass will be held this morning for Deacon Chris Rohr, who died earlier this month. The service will be at Sacred Heart Church in West Des Moines starting at 11 o'clock. A reception follows in the parish center. Deacon Chris was well known for his many years of serving the poor and immigrants through Catholic Charities Food Pantry and the Emergency Family Housing Program. St. Joseph Parish in Des Moines continues a long tradition of offering a free Thanksgiving dinner to those who request it. Kudos to this parish for helping their neighbors in need. Happy Friendsgiving! Join the Young Catholic Singles Group for a potluck on Thursday, November 30th at Sacred Heart. Bring something to share from 7 to 9 and support their service project for Inner Visions. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. Happy Thanksgiving! Support for programming is provided by Gregory Waddle from Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors. Is your financial portfolio pro-life? Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors offers investment products designed for faith-based investors. Seek to align your faith and your finances with a portfolio that does not benefit from abortion, contraception, human cloning, or embryonic stem cell research. Visit kofcassetadvisors.org. kofcassetadvisors.org. Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investment products are not guaranteed and may lose value. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Westgate Dental, offering cosmetic, family, implant, and general dentistry. Located at 1073rd Street, Suite 1 in West Des Moines, just behind Dowling Catholic High School. Learn more at westgatedentalia.com. During November, we recall in a particular way those who have passed on from this life. You're invited to share the names of your deceased loved ones for a special time of prayer on the Catholic Morning Show. Call 515-223-1150 or email Deacon Mark at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Laser Home Services. Catholic-owned and operated, Laser Home Services has been providing Central Iowa with electric, plumbing, heating, and cooling services since 2001. Learn more at laserhomeservices.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Next Generation Realty, a Catholic and family-owned flat-fee brokerage serving Central Iowa since 1994. Next Generation Realty can handle every step of the process of buying or selling a home. Learn more at nextgenerationrealty.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Appreciate you being a part of it. Happy early Thanksgiving to one and all. Tomorrow, of course, we're going to have a best of as well as Friday, but uh, we're grateful for you. We're thankful for everything that you have, uh, have done for us. All right, coming up, our next guest. How about we just go straight to her, Mandy DeVries. Hi, Mandy. Hi, John. Good to have you back on. Yeah, it's been a we're while. talking about CGS, Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. You are like the the poster person for this, right? <laughs> well, In Des Moines, well, Jesus, what do you technically say? Is Midwest. Yeah, there, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the Good you, Shepherd is the poster. You have you shouldered go. this thing, right? I mean, in some ways, when I think of CGS, I think of Mandy DeVries. Right. Well, you know, I, I came to it, it's been almost 20 years now. And so if you've known me, it's been impossible not to know about Catechesis yeah. of the Good Shepherd. Why? My, what happened? Well, my, my basic thing is I don't want you to be mad at me later when yeah. you find out how amazing it is. And I knew about <laughs> it and I didn't tell you. You didn't say anything. So I'm, that's been my kind of modus. So, so. Uh, you, you have found it, you, you found it how? Well, honestly, um, my friend Maureen Stone uh, said, hey, there's this really cool thing. You have two little kids. Why don't you do this? You can do it with your kids in your basement. And at that point in my life, I was just trying to stay out of trouble and yeah. uh, keep my head down. And I thought, a preschool program, I mean, what's this? How's this going to... It'll be fine, right? Yeah. And um, I m- blew my mind. And I would say that I, I found a vocation within a vocation. So I already was a mother, but it, it became... Um, it was just so surprising to me. It was it was kind of like you, you're going along in your little boat and you see this little thing sticking up out of the ground. You have or out of the water, not yeah, ground, yeah. in a boat. There you go. Um, <laughs> and it and it was it's a, there's an iceberg underneath it. You know, like like and it and it just seems like it never ends. And the reason is because it's tied into the faith, the church. Who, who started this? Her name is Sophia Cavaletti, and um, she. And her collaborator Gianna Gobi. So it's two two Italian women. No, then then it's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two Italian women in the 1950s, um, it, coming off of the Second World War, and and during that time, everybody was really interested in education because yeah. they're kind of like, uh, how did this happen, and how can we make it never happen again? And so a lot of a lot of things got shaken up in education during that time. But um, Sophia and and Jana, they weren't they weren't looking to start anything. Someone just came to Sophia. She was a, a scripture scholar, and they're like, "Hey, will you form my kids and make them, you know, help them get their first communion?" And she said, "No." Uh-huh. <laughs> she, you know, she, I don't know anything about children. I mean, yeah. she was a Italian marchesa, and and not 
I mean, she was, she'd studied in the library. They said, how long do you study? She's like, oh, six to seven. Oh, it's like six to seven p.m. I no, hours a day. Wow. That's, she was she was a scholar, and and they said, but you know God, so you can you can do this. And and her biggest surprise when she met the children was that how much joy they found in the Christian message, and she became a strong believer. She wrote a book called The Religious Potential of the Child, and she became a strong believer that the child. This isn't something that we do to children because it's good for them. We we do it for them because they need it. They mm. were made for it. And they're not, they don't really find their joy unless they find the Lord. And, and so. And this is a preschool program. Well, that's where it started, right? Yeah. So I didn't really know what I was getting into when I started it, but um, it's designed now they have, it started with, uh, well, I guess you could say it started first communion age, but when they, the levels are level one is three to six year old, level two is six to nine year old. So first grade through third grade. Yeah. And then level three is fourth through sixth grade. And then um, recently they, they've developed the, an infant toddler, which is so fascinating because people are like, how are you going to do yeah. catechesis for babies? I mean, toddlers. But I mean, if you've ever had an opportunity to sit and watch these kids, they, they, it's just kind of like, um, a set aside prayer time for children. It's it's mostly what it is. It's not as much an instruction time as it is just come and live this, live the religious life. And so you see these little toddlers walking around the room holding up their um, the the Bible or whatever they can get their hands on. And to children that have been in the toddler atrium are are having spontaneous processions in their homes. Hilarious <laughs> all the time, you know. And and you know it's not that unusual to find people that are saying, you know, I've had my my very small child just obsessed with the mass, you know, like a two-year-old yeah. that that wants to wants to say the mass at home and makes like a uh, surfer or whatever out of uh, orange juice cans. And, yeah. uh, you know, just they, there's there's something that they delight in that makes them happy. So they continue to continue. How to. is this structured, uh, the, the program you run of Catechesis of the Good Shepherd? Is it during a school day? Is it only mornings or afternoons? How's that oh work? Oh, my gosh. It, you know, it, people have made it work in, in, in a myriad of ways because... Everybody wants it for their kids. So if their kids are in school all day, they want it in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, if if their kids are are in a Catholic school that has it, then they want it during the day. I, I really think I've done it. I've done it on Sunday morning. I've done it on Thursday mornings with homeschoolers. I've done it on. Is it primarily evenings. for homeschoolers? Oh no. no. I mean, I mean, it's in sixty five countries throughout the world. Okay. And um, and so it's it's being done everywhere in every way possible. I mean, a main um thing that you want to have is you want to have two hours and not every, not every place can have the two hours, but you find out that again, this is like, it's like prayer time. But if you've ever gone to adoration, I don't know about you, but usually if I have an hour, I've got about five good minutes of prayer in there. Most of the rest of the time is like squirrel. That's pretty Um, good. You know, right. Five minutes, man. (laughs) But, but it's kind of like that with the children. They have that two hour time, but they might have 20 good minutes, but you don't get to pick what, which, which of the, in the two hours. But I mean, I'm finding that um, that right now I'm doing it at St. Thomas Classical Academy, and we have the two-hour session. And these kids, most of them have been in. Wait, now. you're doing CGS at St. Thomas? Oh, stop. Your huh. son's in my atrium. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm joking. We just had conferences. I was going to say, you were just I, 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 in we my had conference. I'm just joking. The... <laughs> I'm just jo- I, I, I give them a hard time that I'm the absent father with the education of my children. My wife takes full bore on that. But I went to conferences this last night. You did, time. and you sat, I was there. You sat in that room. Isn't I had it no idea what I was there to <laughs> to, to to ask her questions, but uh, I, I I faked it uh, till I made it. But I, I'm so impressed with CGS and, and what it's done for my kids. My kids love it. 
Yeah. I mean, absolutely love it. Um, and, you know, it's really just made a dent. I know here in, in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, and you've, you've been a, a big part of that. If people want to learn more, Mandy, how do they, how do they learn more, get their kids involved well, or grandkids? Of course, CGS USA is the uh, national association we have in our country. And there's an atrium locator. So hopefully your parishes are, but I know there's parishes in Des Moines that, that are looking to get it started. Yeah. So just talk to your pastor and say, hey, this is changing people's lives. And and the thing that it is, it's not just changing the children's lives, it's changing the adults' lives yeah. that are involved. Anyone who teaches it, right? Yeah. Anybody That's... that gets involved. Yeah. Mandy, you rock. You rock. All the work you do. Thanks for uh, thanks for teaching my kids. All right. Thanks for doing a great job. Mandy DeVries, everyone, of CGS, Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. If you don't know more about it, do you know the website? CGSUSA.org. CGSUSA.org is where you can go learn more and type in your uh, your uh, zip code or whatever it is for the locator. All right, Deacon Mark, <laughs> would you give us your blessing this morning as we go to Thanksgiving weekend? Lord of mercy, be close to those who call upon you with St. Cecilia to help us hear and answer our prayers. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful for everyone here, all that you've done. Uh, Brady, you're a good man. We're thankful for you. Deacon Mark Campbell, everyone. Thank you, Have John. a great Thanksgiving. You too, brother. You're a heck of a human. Uh, and all those that make Iowa Catholic Radio what it is, our underwriters, our donors, our benefactors, our listeners, every single one of you, our, our guests. Our board and the rest of our staff. Board. Thank I mean, you all everyone. so very much. You all rock. Thank you. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I'm John Linetti. We'll talk to you Monday. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. The Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app.